figured I would just sit down and just, you know, fuck it. Let's let's do a podcast. Hello? Really? We should do a podcast. Hello? Hey, this would be a great podcast. Let's fun. Let's do it. Cliffy, it's Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Cliffy? Hello, Cliffy? It's podcast time. Gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. And now, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Are you listening? This is episode one. Clippy, it's Grandma Clip Clip. No way. I think it's gonna be terrible. Licky boom boom down. Clip, this is your uncle Clip Clip. Here's the host of Birthday Boy Podcast. Terrible. The one and the only. The Jenny Boy. Positivity is for fucking assholes. My little baby boy. Did you write La Poopy? Baby Butter Boy. On one of the sausage sandwiches. Womack style. Hey, Leo. Lindy. This sandwich says La Poopy on it. I love you. What are you trying to serve here? Toggling your balls. Any tips? Toggling your balls. For eating abroad. Uh, toggling his balls. Uh, Just below your nipple. Wait a minute. The biggest one yet. Grown ass adults. Toggle your balls. Wearing sports jerseys. Toggling your balls. The road rash book. Fifty shades of gray. Hot and twilight. The biggest one yet. Tremendous talent. Lindy. Oh my god. I got a little getting even to do. It's going to be outrageous. Kindness matters. Your grandmother. La Balena Blanca Bastante. Great Donnell Winslow. With a capable whitefish. Lippy baseball. The whitefish is semen. Lippy. The whitefish is semen. Sweet Fern piss stains. My little baby butter boy, little butter boy, clippy boy, baby boy. Knob, New Hampshire. Sweet Arnold P. Quackers. That's how you get blisters, Clippy. <laughs> That's how you get blisters. Fauntleroy Fuckleberry, and of course, Womack style. Anus Von Sweets. That sure tastes delicious. In my mouth. Yeah, you got y'all got rat tat twilly. Bibleopoly clip. Everybody down! Boggle, you balls. We got bigs at three o'clock! The oatmeal tasting booth. Get to your foxholes, goddammit! Boggling your balls. Hello, sixties, my old friend. Boggle, you balls. Baby butter boy. <laughs> I'm better than a lot of people. The biggest man, the best. And I just want to point that out. You goddamn butter boy, son of a bitch. Cliff, this is Cliffbot 9000. I can't get a fuck out of you, son of a bitch. Wouldn't you like an oatmeal taste? Your grandmother just told me the good news. Oh, look up, look down, freak out, freak out, yeah. Helmet mayonnaise. Ever came up with fry yay? The rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. I hate you. And a delicious Helios pizza in your oven. It's partly cloudy. Hashtag blessed. Puzzle, you balls. I call it the Butter Boy Express. Womack style. Ching ching money. Lefty. Me. Yeah. Me. You. My so called friends. To the Womack family holiday spectacular. Happy to pop in and say hi. And now, the birthday boy. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? How are you? What's, what's up, everybody? Ah, yes, the Birthday Boy Podcast, episode 53, season 2, episode 2, has arrived. At long last. Ah, how's everybody doing? What's going on? How are you? High Energy Friday. 
is as, this is as high energy as it gets. This is as high energy as it gets. All right, let's get to it. I tell you, I, I still can't believe this guy's name is Wonkum and not Wankum. How is that possible? I'm watching the ABC Boston WCVB News, uh, the evening news. And uh, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast. The, the, the meteorologist, his name is, it's spelled W-A-N-K-U-M. Like, I'm sorry, your name is, your name is Wankum. Mike, is it Mike Wankum? Mark Wankum? <laughs> Wankum? I hardly knew him. Let me type this in. Mike, yeah, Mike. Mike Wankum, WCVB News. And he, first of all, the dude looks like, he looks like John Madden Jr. Which I, that's, I think that's half the reason. So I watch, I watch the Fox channel, uh, you know, the, the local Fox News, not the, you know, I watch the local guys in the morning because I like uh, Gene Levanchi and Sarah Underwood and Daniel Miller and Elizabeth Hopkins and, and meteorologist Shiri Spear, which I wonder, her name is Shiri, S-H-I-R-I, Spear. I wonder how many times she's out and about and some chowderhead comes up and says, hey, hey, look, that's Sherry Spears. Hey, Sherry Spears, what's the weather today? Hey, look, everyone. Hey, look, Sherry Spears. I bet I bet it's nonstop. I bet. And she's she's remote. She's one of the, you know, you watch the local news and, like, there's a couple of them that are actually in the studio. And then the, the other ones, the lucky bastards who get to have the screen set up at home and the whole thing. And it you, it's so seamless. You really can't even tell uh, that they're in the home studio. There's just a, there's a little, there's just a little, you know, you can just tell. Uh, and then some of them, you know, some of them are just, you know, there's a, there's some of the anchors who are just sitting in their, you know, in their office. And you can just just like the wall and a closet door and a window in the background. Uh, and then the others, you know, like a like a meteorologist or a traffic person has to, you know, they've got the, the screen. The weather, the weather people in particular have to have the, the screen behind them so you can see the weather and see the jet stream and the forecast. And uh, and Shiri. Uh, what was I gonna say? She's she's home. I bet she's she's got to be loving it because it's probably cutting down on the amount of times that she's out, out and about in public. And hey, there's Sherry Spears. Hey, Sherry Spears. What's the weather today? What's the weather for the Sox game, Sherry? It's uh, it's Sherry Spear. Oh uh, yeah, that's why I said it's Sherry Spears. Anyways, that's the news crew that I like to wake up with. And get my my weather and my mainly it's really just my weather and my traffic, and uh, you know whatever. And I, I like the personalities on that channel. But in the evening, I, I kind of like to watch W WCVB uh, News Channel News Center five at five o'clock, and it is now exactly five o'clock, which means it's it's I guess it's the weekend. Every we did it, we made it to the weekend, everybody. Uh, but anyways, I, I like the team that they have on the uh, on the five o'clock news. Storm Team Five and uh, and Mike Wonkum is uh, he's one of the guys. I'm watching. I'm looking at him. I'm staring at him right now on the TV. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this guy, especially when he turns to the side, he's just a, a younger, uh, thinner John Madden. He's not that much younger. I mean, Madden's like in his eighties. This guy's. I don't know, late 50s, he's 60s, mid 60s. 
I, who knows? Who knows anymore? But 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 the guy, you know, even the the hand gestures and stuff that he does, gesture gestures, gesture gestures, not gestures, the hand gestures. He doesn't have fingers. He just has two little uh, guys with hats on the end of his arms that juggle and uh, you know play little songs and things like that. So he has these uh, these hand gestures. <laughs> Uh, the little puppets. No, the hand gestures that he makes, they even, they look like John Madden when he'd be, you know, in the broadcast booth talking about, uh, you you got a turducken, you got a, you know, I can't do like, uh, I can't do like, what's his name? Uh, you know, the guy, the fuck is his, uh, Caliendo, Frank Caliendo. He does a great job, you know, John Madden. He does that, and it's really, it's still, it never gets old for me. It's like 15 years he's been doing that fucking thing. It never gets old. Uh, you know, the team, the team with the most points at the end of the game is the team that's going to win the game. He's going to win the football game. Anyway, so this uh, this Wankum. The name's funny. He looks like John Madden. Uh, you know, he seems to know a thing or two about the weather. And uh, I follow him on Facebook so I can get a little, you know, weather on my feed. Uh, and, and the fella looks like John Madden. So what's what's not to love? Uh, he doesn't sound like John Madden. So I, I put the sound down when he's on. Anyways, he's on right now. And, uh, and he's telling me that there's going to be some weather uh, happening today, tomorrow, uh, and the next several days. Various types of weather. Uh, darkness, uh, daylight, uh, some some sunshine. Uh, the sun's gonna be there every day, uh, but but clouds might cover it. Uh, rain might fall from those clouds. So yeah, you get a little of everything. It's really uh, it's really spectacular. It's amazing what technology will tell you. Anyways, a uh, bunch of people in in WWE have the uh, have the COVID. Uh, a bunch of people in the NBA, NBA have the COVID. Uh, some football pe- I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people in organized professional sports have the COVID and have had it. And uh, you're just going to find out more about it. That's all. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That'll be, you know, July. It was July 31st. Now it's July 30th that the NBA season's coming back. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. In the bubble. In Orlando. In a state where the the cases are skyrocketing, yeah. Okay, we well, have basketball, plenty of basketball. Yeah, sure. And they all seem really excited about it too. All the NBA superstars seem very excited. Uh huh. And the football season is just going to start on time. Everything's fine. It's fine. Nothing to see here. Everything's great. They just closed down Texas after they reopened Texas. Like, what, the bars and the restaurants are closed? (laughs) Uh, Everything's fine, guys. It's summer, and we've arbitrarily decided that we're just going to open shit back up because it's been been long enough, and it's summer. It's summer. Come on. The virus is going to die in the heat, just like it has not been doing at all during all of this heat for the last several months. But it's... The hotter heat, July. Wait till we get to July. Another week, we'll be in July. Oh, man, just you're not going to believe how quickly the thing's just going to go away. Just like that. Just like that, it's going to be. Believe me. Believe me. People tell me it's going to be gone. Like that, okay? Okay? Anyways, that's my Mike Wankum 
uh, imitation. In case you were wondering who that was. That's what, believe me, cloudy tonight, but people are telling me humidity returns over the weekend, okay? That's what they're saying. I can't answer. That's a pretty good Mark Mark Wankum or Wonkum. So he's so he goes by Wonkum. I didn't realize it took me months before I realized because I always watch him with the sound down because I don't want to hear his voice because I want to pretend that he sounds like John Madden when he's given the, the the weather forecast. So I never actually listen to it. I just watch it. And usually it's like the end of the workday. Uh, I'm winding down and I'll put on the I'll put on the evening news. Uh, in case I forgot what the weather forecast was with Sherry, with Sherry Spears in the morning, and now i got to watch Wankum give me the same forecast on a different channel. Uh, but I've, I, I just have the, <laughs> the sound down at all times, and then I just turned it up recently, and it's like, uh, that will take you over to Mike Wankum with the weather forecast. I'm like, what? Wankum? Here's the weather with Wankum. I mean, doesn't it, like, Wankum's weather? That sounds like, you know... Here's the, here's the weekend forecast, or as I like to call it, the Wankum forecast. Uh, I know Cliffy. I'm, I know Cliffy's curious about that Wankum forecast. Pound pound is open. The pound pound takes no holidays from, uh, from quarantine. The quarantine is uh, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, is the ideal scenario for uh, for the pound pound being open for business. I got the uh, I got the laptop. I'm using the laptop for the first time in in a while. I've been using the I was been using the big boy, the Big Mac, the Big Mac. <laughs> uh, get it? Because it's a burger, McDonald. Anyway, uh, the Big Mac is is slow. It's the same age as the as the Little Mac, and uh, and Little Mac, just like in Tyson's Punch Out, is just man. It just keeps chugging away. Just there's no stopping this little powerhouse. I'll tell you. I open up an app. I open up something, a garage band, whatever. Boom, it's open. I save something. I export. I, it's boom. It's done. It's good. We're great. Uh, so so yeah. It's just it's just so much easier to use this laptop. I'm save. I'm gonna save hours and hours out of out of my year and maybe even out of my month because sometimes it just I feel like I'm just sitting here forever waiting for shit to happen and it doesn't happen. Uh, what do I want to talk about? I don't have like I don't have a ton. I, I do want to give an update. I guess uh, yeah. Uh, this this Keelan character I told you about last week, the fella who uh, you know I, I I basically referred to him as Elmer Fudd because he was he was thinking that he was in engaged in battle with uh, with a superior being like myself uh, when in fact he was just rolling around in a cloud of dirt and dust. Uh, just punching himself and thinking that I was in that in that dirt and dust with him, and I was just I was standing off to the side eating a carrot like Bugs Bunny. Uh, and I, I I did I reached out to my buddy, uh, you know I I don't know this Keelan character. And if you go back, if you don't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go back to last week and and listen to uh, I've got some I've got some stuff. Uh, you're gonna want to listen to last week's episode. I can't imagine you're listening to this week's episode without listening to last week's episode. But either way, go back and listen to it, uh, and you'll know exactly who this uh, this Keelan is. It Keenan? No, it's Keelan. Uh, who this Keelan character is? And I I reached out to my buddy. I don't know Keelan. I just know that I was tired of him just trolling the shit out of my buddy. And, uh, and, and, and they're, I don't know if they're relatives or they cousins or if they're just old 
friends. Who knows? Who knows why uh, my buddy even keeps this guy around? But nevertheless, uh, interesting story. I, 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 I reached out to my pal and I said, hey, I haven't seen old Ke- uh, Keenan. Well, I called him Keenan. It's Keelan. Is it Keelan? Why do I not know this? It's Keelan. I haven't seen Keelan in quite some time. Is he still around? Either way, uh, he's been absent from your posts. No complaints, though. Just wondering what happened to the little fella. And I got a response. Uh, he, despite the fact that he came to my page and messed with me, got so butthurt uh, that he blocked me and my wife, too. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm not going to take credit for it, but I am going to take credit for it because uh, Keelan was just relentlessly, would relentlessly troll this friend of mine over and over again all the time for months. And I would just, I would just watch him and be like, "This guy is so stupid. I'm not even, I'm not going to get involved. This guy is just, he's, you know, the dog chasing his own tail. Elmer Fudd, you know, rolling around in the mud with himself, punching himself in the face, thinking it's Bugs Bunny. That's really, truly, uh, I, I can't think of a better, uh, you know, sort of metaphor for that. So, so, oops. So for, so for months and months from watching this Keelan fella just troll and, you know, just nonsense. And I think it's awfully interesting, the timing that Keelan has suddenly blocked my friend and his wife. There's no need to block me because we're not friends, never have been, never will be. There's no question about that. There's no worry about that. Uh, but the fact that he blocked my buddy and his wife just, just you know, within days, maybe a week at the most after... After I just I just fucking laid into him as I read on the podcast I just I didn't I didn't hold back I didn't you know I used to do the nice thing not that I get engaged in this kind of behavior too often but but it would be like you know I'd finish up with you know what I, I wish you all the best uh, blah 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 there's none of that shit fuck that fuck you I don't wish you the best I wish you would just go fuck yourself I really do you know don't be an asshole don't be an idiot. And realize, like, he fi- maybe finally, because because my buddy had been kind of relatively kind to him, and I'm just some stranger, and I just show up and tell him, like, you're an idiot. I've watched you be an idiot and an asshole forever. You have no idea what you're talking about. Fuck off and stop being the way you are. And now he's just, I'm sure he's not going to stop being the way he is, but he, he certainly fucked off. So that's good. That's good. I don't have to see his stupidity uh, for, for hopefully forever. So yeah, little uh, little update there, um, and, and there was one from this week that I just thought was really too. It was just too funny. I mean, just too funny. Let's see, let's see if I can find. Uh, you know, I know, I know. Everybody's tired of hearing about the masks. Oh, with the masks over and over again with the masks. I had a friend share. Uh, somebody else's post, and it's one of the dumbest posts <laughs> that I've ever seen. It's really very stupid. Uh, some fella, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a personal friend. I'm not going to give his name. Just call him, like, Dopey. Call him, you know, he's he's got himself pictured uh, with these fucking, like, 1980s aviator glasses. Aviator glasses and a glass of scotch or something, and a big fat cigar in his mouth, looking like a, I don't know, like a dick turd. Anyway, we'll call him Dick Turd. So Dick Turd writes uh, two photos for you to look at. 
yeah, don't come at me with the masks save lives mess either, because obviously the blue hospital mask does nothing. Meaning Meemaw's homemade mask ain't gonna help either, so shut up and don't waste your time. And he has uh, some U.S. some U.S. deaths attributed only to COVID-19. Uh, from I guess from the CDC. I'm not really sure. I don't know where he, he pulled this screenshot from. Uh, but anyways, it's it's some numbers saying that oh well of those 100,000 who died, uh, you know whatever, 80,000 of them or something had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had had pre-existing conditions, had underlying whatever. So only like 10,000 had full-on regular old COVID. So big-time hoax, you know, that kind of thing. And then just a picture of the mask with the label. It says, this product is an ear loop mask. Product is not a respirator, will not provide any protection against COVID-19 or other viruses or contaminants. Wearing an ear loop mask does not reduce the risk of uh, contracting any disease or infection. User is solely responsible for the selection of a blah, 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 blah. Well, let me tell you something. Hold on. Let me grab this. Grab this box here. Oh, it's weird to take weird to take the headphones off. Uh, I have my own box of masks from Costco. Some Kirkland's. <laughs> no, this is... Uh, I don't know what the company is. BYD? Bide? Bide Care? Um, it says the same thing, but it also says the product has been authorized by FDA under an EUA for use by HCP as PPE to help prevent the spread of infection or illness in healthcare settings by the general public to help slow the spread of the virus during the COVID-19 pandemic. So, yeah, so basically what they're saying, it's, you know, it's been authorized to help prevent, <laughs> to prevent and slow the spread of the virus. And then it has, you know, it, uh, intended use, worn by user to cover the mouth, nose, and chin. The mask provides a physical barrier to block exhalation or ejection of pollutants from the mouth and the nose. So in case anyone out there is just a giant fucking moron and after the last almost four months doesn't realize that these masks, it's not to protect you, it's to protect others. So like, yeah, if I'm, if I'm in a crowd of 50 people and I'm wearing a mask and everybody else isn't and they're all sneezing on me, the mask really isn't going to do much of anything. Uh, if I'm in, a, if if everybody else has a mask on and I have a mask on and they're all sneezing, well, you know, I still have a chance of getting something. It's just greatly reduced. It's like a pretty. There's, you know, there's pictures of like piss pants going around. You know, if I'm not wearing pants and I pee on a guy who's wearing pants, he's going to get pee all over himself on his pants, and it's probably going to soak through. And if I'm, uh, you know. If he's wearing pants and I'm wearing pants and I piss my pants, I'm just going to piss my pants. And if he's not wearing pants and I'm, whatever, you know, it's, a, it's just a bunch of guys with no pants and some with pants pissing all over the place is the, is the, you know, that's the, that's the picture. That's the image. And, uh, you know, there's still people who just are like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't care, know everything. You can't get, get COVID-19 fake Ain't gonna wear my mask. Ain't gonna help no take my liberties. And uh, yeah, and so you've got this jackass. What did I call him? Dick, Dick Turd. <laughs> this guy Dick Turd because he looks his big fat cigar in his mouth looks like a either a penis or a turd. Uh, so so Dick Turd. And by the way, there's there's nothing wrong with having a dick in your mouth. 
but you know, if you if you have, I, I, you know, it looks it actually kind of, in, in a lot of ways looks stupider. You'd look stupid with a turd in your mouth, and you you also look pretty stupid with a cigar in your mouth too. It looks, I mean, it does look idiotic when you when you really just stop and look at somebody who has a cigar in their mouth. They really look stupid. They look like they're just sucking on a poop. That's what this guy looks like. And it's not to slight anyone who does at any point has had a dick in their mouths. There's nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly, you know, that's a thing that you do. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> it's a thing that you... It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing that we all do. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> uh, anyways... What I'm saying, I, I I don't want this to be. I don't want it to be taken. I don't want it to be construed as a as a homophobic thing to call him dick turd because he looks like he has you know a, a hybrid kind of penis and poop in his mouth. Um, but it just it looks like you know it, that's what it looks like. And that's all. I'm just saying that's what it looks like. So he's so he's dick turd, and you know, eating a dick. There's nothing wrong with that. Just be safe. Be careful when you do it, okay? Be very careful. Uh, remind me, this is an episode to never, ever play for my kids um, at all. i got to make a note. I can't believe I haven't just stopped the recording and gone back. So anyways, so Dick Turd. <laughs> uh, Dick Turd, who if he is, you know, if the guy's eating dicks, that's totally fine. It's totally cool with me. I have no problem with that. If he has a poop in his mouth, that's, you know, la poopy in your mouth is not good. But anyways, he has a cigar that looks like a, you know, little of both. So we, so we, so we call him dick turd. Big deal. We call him dick turd. Uh, anyways, so, 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 so that's dick turd's thing is, you know, uh, don't come at me with the mask save lives mess either. Because obviously the blue hospital mask does nothing. Meaning Mima's homemade mask ain't gonna help either, so shut up and don't waste your time. And you would think a fellow like Dick Turd with his, you know, whiskey and his eighties sunglasses and his and his big poop cigar, uh, you know, would be, you know, learned doctor that I'm sure he is. Uh it's odd that he just didn't consider the fact that nobody has ever said that wearing a mask is going to stop you from getting, uh, you know, inhaling bullshit. It's just going to stop you from getting it on somebody else. So if everybody has a mask on, you really just kind of, you know, you're not, you're not really spreading a ton of germs, but he didn't get that. So anyways, uh, that, that was a pretty funny part, but then the, the real funny part, again, remember I said to you, <clears throat> Uh, Mima's homemade mask ain't gonna help either, is what he says. And the first comment on his on his post, she says, "If you think it's funny, this is the first response. If you think it's funny to not wear a mask in public, then look at the ones who went to the beaches in Florida and now tested positive for COVID-19. All it takes is common sense to protect yourself from someone that may be positive. If you don't think I know what I'm talking about, then you are very wrong. I've been a nurse for 43 years and a private surgical tech." This is not meant to offend, but to educate anyone who may think they know what they're talking about and ones that may think it's funny. Uh, Dick Turd's response, Grandma. <laughs> I can't even. Because uh, she had mentioned, uh, uh, you know, N95 mask. You should get an N95 mask, but if you can't. Uh, uh, anyways, 
And he goes, Grandma, N95 masks are so backward you won't get one. So the only option is the surgical mask and everyone seems to wear. So I won't be wearing one. No, I don't think it's funny, but I also won't have things placed on me that I don't want to wear. If they're so concerned, why aren't the vaccinations mandatory? They're so concerned about too much stupidity they can't see past their sphincter. Okay, there's a lot to digest there. Dick Turd's talking about sphincters and uh, vaccinations. There is no... And then the response is, there is no vaccine. <laughs> From So, his so he says, Meemaw's mask ain't gonna help. Don't come at me, bro. And then the first f- person who comes at him is, in fact, his Meemaw. And just seeing him respond, No, Grandma, I'm not gonna wear... The big man with his big cigar and his whiskey... Grandma, I don't want to wear the mask, Grandma. I don't want to. Not going to make me. Uh, And she writes, Dick Turd, you are listening to the wrong people. I haven't steered you wrong yet, so listen to the ones that have medical knowledge and not some goofball that comes on TV with stupid remarks about testing and doesn't wear a mask and wants to stop testing so many people. I wonder which goofball she could be referring to. And then he responds, Grandma! It's just hilarious to see all of his uh, posts, <clears throat> all of his responses to her, starting out with, Grandma! I've never, uh, I'll never have that luxury of, of responding to my grandmother on Facebook. My grandma, she died two years ago, but she briefly did have a Facebook, I don't know, maybe four, five, six years ago. But it was my, my aunt created it for her. And, uh, and just kind of manage the page. So I think she would just kind of, if somebody commented, uh, you know, oh, hey, Rose, you have a Facebook, great to, blah, 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 blah. And my, my aunt would be the one to respond and, and comment and pass the comments on to my grandma, who would then respond, you know, via her. Anyway, uh, but I never, I never, you know, interacted with my grandma on Facebook. I was calling her on the phone. So I'll never, I'll never know the uh, the joy of getting to respond by being called out by my grandmother on Facebook and responding Grandma but Grandma <clears throat> Jesus, but Grandma, I've done more than just listen to jackasses on TV. I know I keep changing Dick Turd's voice, but anyway I've read articles I've researched and that's where I've come to my conclusions Sorry, but it's stupid to wear a mask and social distance. If either of those worked, then they'd make it mandatory to do one or the other, not both. So it's more about them making people reliant on the government titty and taking handouts. By the way, Dick Turd, fuck you for saying titty to your grandmother, you fuck. How dare you? I've said a lot of things around my grandma. Like, we had a very open, you know, great dialogue. You know, I told her... All kinds of stuff. We would just talk and have, a, you know, great chats around the kitchen table back in the day. And then when we, you know, I moved away and didn't live near her. Great talks every Sunday on the phone. And I was, you know, casually swearing and stuff like that. Not a lot, but, you know, here and there I would say, you know, some, some things. And she would laugh because she has a similar sense of humor. I would never, I would never say titty. He said titty to his, to his meemaw. The grandma, it's more about making people reliant on government titty. <laughs> can you imagine, can you imagine being such a fucking loser? You have to put a picture of yourself with a fucking cigar in your mouth on your Facebook page. The only thing worse than that is the people, who, you always know an idiot is, has now entered the conversation because their profile picture, it's them holding up a fish 
uh, you know, a big mouth bass or some fresh catch of the day that they caught off the coast of who gives a fuck. And they just, and they just have to, you know, the world has to see, uh, oh, look, there's my profile pic. Here's my cup of fish. I caught myself a fish. Everybody look at the fish. But you know, uh, if you, you know, not every idiotic comment is from a guy with a fish in his picture, but every guy with a fish in his picture is just always just seconds away from making an idiotic comment. It's just a fact. It's just science. You read the comments section, you're like, holy shit, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. What's this guy's picture? Ah, he's holding a fish. He caught a fish. And females, too. They're either they're either catching a fish, freshly fresh, fresh catch of the day, or they're on the, the ski-doos, or the snowmobile, or the jet skis. That's just like... Hello, everyone. You know, instead of like if, you know, idiot on board, I guess they couldn't find any any pictures that say idiot on board to have their profile picture. But, you know, if somebody's holding up the fish that they just caught with a big stupid smile uh, or in this case, a glass of whiskey and a cigar and a cigar. Uh, look at everybody. Grandma. I can't remember the voice that I was doing. Grandma. Government titty. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy. Uh, and then somebody wisely says, actually, the reason both aren't mandatory is because governors are playing politics instead of thinking of the safety of their state's residents. Those states that have mandatory masks and social distancing has have less severe outbreaks, which is true. But but titty, but what about the government titty? <laughs> uh. You have thin walls in this place. I hope my kids aren't just sitting out at the dinner table just listening to, like, muffled sounds and then, titty! Oh, anyways. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> and and it's also fun to watch, you know, like, hey, did you notice the, the cases spiked in the protesters? Well, the cases did spike. Yes, that's true. But it's odd that they didn't spike in every state that had protests. And every single state and most cities in every state in America had protests. Also around the world, Paris, you know, Germany, they all protest everywhere. And yet it's like the idiot states, you know, South Carolina, Texas, Florida, Arizona, the real, like, you know... New Hampshire calls itself the live free or die state, but you know what? These motherfuckers have been pretty goddamn good about putting masks on. I go out once a week. I leave this house once a week. I go to Costco and or Shaw's. Uh, I went to Market Basket once. Uh-uh. That's it. I'm not not going back to Market Basket for quite some time. Way too many people. Uh, no way. No, no, no. Um, and they, they had masks on. It's great. I'm just not going. There's just too many of them. And, uh, you know, but Shaw's, Costco, they're all wearing masks. The Butcher, they're wearing masks. Everybody's been, like, pretty respectful of this thing. Same with Massachusetts. They had a big, like, spike at first because they had this bio-convention, biohazard convention, or whatever the hell it was, biogen. A anyways, uh, so there were some sick people coming from all over the place who spread it, and, it, you know, it was contained, and now Massachusetts has the lowest rate. New Hampshire's doing pretty well. Uh, Boston's had protests every night. All these other states have had, like, all these protests. New York City... You know, all these big cities and small cities have had protests. 
But you know what? You look at these protesters, they've got their fucking masks on. You look at, the, you know, you jackass, uh, you know, listen to the Florida Georgia line going to the beach with his stupid idiot family. Hey, my damn no government going to take my liberties. Yeah. There was a surprise, family had a surprise birthday party and like 16 of them got the, got the COVID. And there's a big picture, a big selfie, everybody's smiling, having a great time. No masks, lots of COVID. Isn't that great? Isn't that fun? Yeah. It's a hoax. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah, it's just become, it's just become, uh, you know, the idiots versus the non-idiots. And uh, I know on this podcast I've said that, like, college is stupid. The idea of going to college and paying that kind of money is stupid. But Jesus Christ, when you see how dumb people really truly are, and it's most of them, and they're very, very dumb. Man, it's like, oh boy, I mean, not that my kids were ever going to like go out into the world without being properly educated in some way. I've said, you know, if, if college isn't, if they can figure out a way to, to use their intelligence and their resources and, you know, get an education in some other kind of way that's not a traditional college education, then, you know, if it makes sense, great. But I'm not going to have them like just being like, you know, dopes going out into the world. And everybody's like, everybody's like really, you know, not going to college is, you know, whatever. It's not for everybody and it shouldn't be. But the idea of like, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to deliberately uh, not be that smart. And I'm going to be, I'm going to wear it like a badge of honor. Like, hey, like, I didn't go to one of them liberal colleges and learn history and all that other stuff. Be indoctrinated with facts. And information and critical thinking abilities. Uh-uh. Not, not going to get me. And you're not going to get me to wear no mask either. <coughs> you're not going to take my liberties. Yeah, so Dick Turd. Nice job, Dick Turd. Don't uh, don't wear a mask from Meemaw. No one's going to call me out. Except for, me, uh, except for his own Meemaw. Fucking moron. Enjoy your cigar, you jackass. <sighs> well, I, I was wondering, you know, am I going to come back to this podcast after a month off? And I'm going to be like, you know, not that, you know, I, I, I don't want to find out that suddenly I wake up and I'm like, look at this, my fucking throat. All day I'm talking and nothing happens. I turn on this microphone and this is... <laughs> Anyway, I don't know what I was saying. Mm. Oh, I was worried that I was going to run out of things to be miserable about, but that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Never. My my personality does not allow for that to not happen because I I'll be upset about anything at any given moment. Uh, people are upset about pancake syrup. I think I talked about that last week. Yeah, of course I talked about that last week. Uh, did I mention that I, I did come up with a, a replacement, I think, to get rid of the Aunt Jemima? You know, it is, it's, it is racist. That's not anything new. Uh, you know, some old, you know, some old spinsters out there are, you know, oh, but, but it was based on a lady, Nancy, whatever the, whatever her name was, Nancy Green. 
based on Nancy Green, who was a slave and became a millionaire, a multi-millionaire. It's a great success story. And she should be proud to be the syrup lady, the racist slave mammy syrup lady. I'm an old white spinster, and I say she should be proud. Uh, meanwhile, Nancy Green, uh, yeah, uh, was the was the model originally a million years ago for the syrup, and uh, you know, a, a, a mammy kind of character, the va based on uh, you know this the stereotype, the you know, gone with the wind and that kind of thing, and uh, and. Uh, and vaudeville, you know, these racist vaudeville acts, this, you know, white people in blackface doing the Aunt Jemima thing. And, you know, Aunt Jemima's, uh, it's racist. You can, you can, you know, clean up the image and she has pearls and, you know, I don't even know what she looks like on the syrup bottle. Um, but she doesn't have the, you know, the headscarf, the kerchief or whatever that's called anymore and that kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, there we go. Got rid of that racism. Well, nah, it's still, it's still the origins and the roots of that are just super duper racist. Super duper, I think that's the official term. It's super duper racist. Um, and of course, you know, you get these old broads screaming about, oh, but that was a source of joy during my child. For 50 years, I've been pouring Aunt Jemima syrup on my pancakes. And now they're going to take her away, even though she should be proud to be on my syrup bottle. Hmm. Uh, and it's just great. It's just great to see people who don't seem to give a shit about actual people dying. And then you get, you take away their fucking syrup lady and they're flipping out. They're flipping out. Flip, listen, my voice, my voice is going. The princess in the front, the splash mountain, you know, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear. It's the song of the South. It's, uh, you know, these old tales. It's a Disney Film that Disney likes to pretend was never actually made or released by Disney, uh, and it's uh, you know it's 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 quite it's also quite racist. You got you know Uncle Remus, you got Hattie McDaniel who was you know the mammy and Gone with the Wind, and she basically plays you know essentially the same character it seems you know Aunt Temp Aunt Tempe. Um, you know, and it's it's a Georgia plantation, and every you know they're singing zippity doodah and whistling. It's slaves, and they're just happy to be slaves. No pay, no money, no equality, and they're just happy because they're singing songs and telling stories and cooking food for the white people. That's that's nice. Everybody's just happy. It's happy. You know, so it's it's. Uh, by the way, James Basket is the is the guy who played Uncle Remus. He died in 1940. Song of the South came out in 1946. He died in 1948. He was 44 years old. When he played Uncle Remus, old Uncle Remus, dude is two years older than I am. He's Uncle Uncle Remus is 42 years old. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, Hattie McDaniel's. Well, she's in her 50s, but yeah, old Uncle Remus. Is 42 years old. Holy shit. That's crazy. Uh, anyways, you know, and uh, they will, the way the, the Br'er Rabbit talks and it's, you know, grammar and all that stuff. And even on the ride, even on the Splash Mountain ride at Disney, you know, Br'er Rabbit, he says, like, thanks for flinging me back home. It's like, wow, that seems inappropriate. 
You know, so they, they left some of that stuff in. It's like, oh, we're never going to release Song of the South. We don't want the... Never. No, it's offensive. It's racist history. But you know, if we made a log flume ride with the exact same characters and songs, well, that could just very well work. And I love that ride. I, I love Splash Mountain. It's one of my favorite rides. And I'm going to read you... I'm going to read you a couple of things uh, that I've... Now it's just me. This is the Birthday Boy Podcast. It's just me posting. It's just me reading things that I've posted. Sakurabana in Boston is closing. My favorite sushi place in Boston. I can't believe it's closed. Closing. Closed. Forever. Closed for good. Fucking some of the best sushi. Oh, man. They were in business for 36 years. You don't You don't stay in business as a sushi joint in Boston. Uh and, and a sushi joint that's not even in Chinatown. A sushi, you know, a lot of the, you know, obviously Chinese food in Chinatown, there's tons of restaurants with you know, Chinese and dim sum and sushi places. And a lot of it is, is, is there. And to just be this standalone place for 36 years, my mouth is watering thinking about some of that sushi. God damn it. And now I'll never... T- and I was just... Just before I read that announcement, they're closed. I was just thinking, like, man, oh man, I would love uh, to figure out a way to get down there and get some of that sushi. Uh, but that ain't gonna happen. Uh, so, anyways, a couple of my posts that I've had on social media. Uh, yeah, imagine if white people felt as passionately about actual black lives as they do about a fictional one on a syrup bottle. Uh. And then my buddy Alex, uh, this was so great. He goes, <laughs> he goes, all pancake syrup matters, <laughs> which I said that was a perfect response to all the syrup Susans out there. Pretty b- brilliant. Uh, by the way, why did you only say pancake syrup? Doesn't waffle syrup mean anything to you? All batters matter. And he goes, OMG, screw French toast. I said, you monster. Alex says, my heritage. <laughs> uh and I said, I know, syrup bottles were literally the only tool we had to teach the kids about racism. Now we have nothing. And since many very fine people like to claim that racism doesn't exist, which is, that's a thing that's been happening lately too. It's very, very interesting. A lot of white people talking about how racism's uh, overhyped by the media. The mainstream media. Uh, now we have nothing. Since many very fine people like to claim that racism doesn't exist. If we don't save the syrup, racism may be lost to the annals of time forever. Uh, my good friend Tiffany made a very good point. Uh, she said, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure it tastes the same. No. Uh, to which I responded, yes, it does. It tastes like reverse racism against whites. Whites whose only crime was enjoying a warm stack of pancakes smothered in the comforting gaze of a delightful corporate icon who happens to be rooted in slavery and racism and whose image happens to have been modeled after an actual slave, but whose image was rebranded many times to be less racist. I mean, not the name. The name is still based on a vaudeville act in which a white woman in blackface portrayed a mammy in an apron and a head bandana. I mean, other than that, there's nothing remotely racist about any of it. Just some PC snowflakes ruining everything. Wait, what was your question? Ah, yes, the taste. Perfectly average store-bought syrup fresh off the production line, just like you remember. No change there. And all that high fructose corn syrup. Somebody on Twitter, you know, it's like, you think people will get upset about fucking, you know, maybe change it so it's not killing you. In addition to the uh, in in addition to the racist stuff, uh, 
my buddy Les, who is brilliant, he said, well, obviously the only logical thing to do is make a Candyman-style horror film about Aunt Jemima and make it so insanely over-the-top and excessively terrifying that people would be too terrified to even look at her face anymore. Because if you look at her and say her name three times, she will come out of the syrup bottle, tap your neck, and drain your blood to make syrup. Just creepypasta that whole thing into another narrative and make it way too horrifying for the breakfast table. But then again, a corporate icon rooted in slavery and racism should probably be already too unsettling for the breakfast table, no matter how many times they try to update the image. Hmm, I wonder what the new Aunt Jemima image will be. I said, Les, this is amazing. How are you not a showrunner or a big-time movie-making guy for, like, 27 different things? And then I came up with the idea. Uh, to You know, I came up with a few things based on a few notes, if you will. A bunch of 50, 60-something age white people sitting around the breakfast table having mimosas and pancakes and talking about how happy Aunt Jemima Aunt Jemima makes them feel. How people need to grow up. Stop being so sensitive. Parenthetically, I add, it keeps cutting between these vile creatures slobbering down pancakes and the smiling face on the label as they talk about boycotting Aunt Jemima and how she should feel honored to be a corporate breakfast icon. Her name is mentioned a third time. There's a noise from the kitchen. The homeowner gulps down the rest of their mimosa and goes to investigate. Nothing except syrup footprints leading to the pantry. The homeowner opens the pantry. Nothing again, except a few extra syrup bottles and some Uncle Ben's rice on the shelf. Then that horror cliche happens, where the homeowner closes the door, and there she is, a human figure, but with skin that is shiny, almost plastic like a bottle. It's a human figure, but almost in liquid form, within the plastic, dripping like syrup. The figure holds up an empty bottle and says, looks like you're running low, and then drains the homeowner dry. The other couples out of the breakfast table hear a thump in the kitchen and go to see what happened. They see their friend dead on the floor, covered in pancakes and syrup. The figure, inexplicably, as though via supernatural powers, emerges behind the brunchers, stares them down and yells, a little more syrup, anyone? Sounds just white to me. The brunchers scream, and we cut to black. The next scene is the detectives investigating the crime scene. Johnson, did you dust for prints yet? Yes, sir. Well, it's just syrup everywhere. Syrup. My God. And Les responded, yes, yes, all of that. That's amazing. Mysterious syrupy footprints. That's a great touch. And the shiny plastic bottle skin, but still with a liquidy form. That's amazing. I didn't even think of that. Jeez, that could be really freaky. Ha, you even have the catchphrase before the draining. Wow. Yeah, I would definitely watch that. And just think if there was a crossover appearance with Rice Master Uncle Ben. Oh, so many possibilities. Yeah, and then I added, I love it. It would also lead to some great scenes with ants. A parade of ants leads to yet another sugary crime scene or ants indicate that she approaches sort of like the bees with Candyman. so yeah i think we're on to something uh, i also mentioned uh, fingers crossed that aunt jemima syrup gets properly renamed as kill whitey syrup it's the least they can do you know kill whitey! anyway oh wait a minute let me here's here's wonkum wankum Yeah. That's why I don't listen to them. Is there? 
All right, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Wonkum. Wonkum's weather. Wonkum's wacky... Wankum's wacky weather weekend. Wankum's wacky weekend weather. Come on, I mean, he's missing out. Hey, it's your old pal Mark, Mike Wankum here with Wankum's wacky weekend weather forecast. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so what I was saying too, back to, the, back to the Splash Mountain thing. So if you haven't already heard, you know, Splash Mountain's done. It's going to be themed after uh, Tiana... You know, Princess and the Frog, all that shit, and uh, and I'm very excited. I actually am very excited. I generally, when when Disney closes a ride or rethemes it or reimagines or you know makes these changes, I get very sad. Like when they took away one of my favorite rides, the Maelstrom in Norway, the Norway Pavilion at Epcot, and they replaced it with those fucking singing goons, Elsa and Anna and Olaf. I hate Frozen. Jesus Christ, do I hate Frozen. And, uh, you know, so now one of my favorite little guilty pleasure rides. I just, it's just, it's such a silly ride, the Maelstrom. You, you are not the first to pass this way, nor will you be the last. And then you go on this silly ride, and it's Vikings, and it's, uh, you know, the Northern Lights, and oil rigs, and cruise ships, and trolls and it's it's like a five minute ride it's nothing and then you're done and i and i love it i looked forward to it maybe more than any other ride i was just so happy to be on that ride now they've got the stupid frozen thing and it looks like a cool you know it's high tech and all that stuff but jesus i hate frozen and they took my they took my maelstrom away and they've so usually i'm mad when they do this kind of thing but but not now and i'll tell you again being lazy here's what i wrote uh, regarding Splash Mountain. I love Splash Mountain and its current Song of the South theme. It's a classic, but I'm good with this because in addition to Song of the South being quite racist, I also quite love Princess and the Frog. Uh, by the way, that's... Uh, I guess I didn't finish the sentence. They're taking away Splash Mountain and it's going to be Princess and the Frog Mountain. It's going to be, a, you know, the log flume ride, but themed to be uh, from the Princess and the Frog movie instead of uh, Splash Mountain. Uh, so I'm... I, I also love Princess and the Frog. It might honestly be my favorite animated Disney picture. That's no joke. I, I love that. You know, even even including Pixar. I love Princess and the Frog. I really do. Uh, there's just something about it. Uh, you know, and I love uh, I love Coco and, uh, and, and Moana. You know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of them. I mean, the Pixar stuff is you know, it's all it's all good. I I love Princess and the Frog. I love it. I love it. Uh, might honestly be my favorite animated Disney picture. I have a much stronger emotional connection to it, thinking of sweet little baby Cam repeatedly asking to watch the Almost There movie back in the day. It still brings a tear to my eye. And can you imagine the potential for cool, updated effects? Dr. Facilier and all his friends on the other side as you head up to the big drop, a bayou boat ride with Louie and the fireflies and all that crap. I'm down. And we watched it last night because it's such a beautiful looking, I mean, just the, the, the color palette and everything about it. It's just a gorgeous movie to look at in addition to just being a great movie. And uh, I can just, there's so much they can do. And somebody mentioned, holy shit, you could open the restaurant. You could open Tiana's place and serve, you know, classic New Orleans food. I would imagine, I mean, in Disneyland, that's built in because they have New Orleans Square. And in Disney World, I mean, you know, get rid of the fucking, you know, get rid of the Country Bears or the Liberty, Liberty Tavern or one of those places and uh, and put in Tiana's or make a new building. And, and you know, you 
you go and get jambalaya and all this, you know, gumbo, all this great Cajun food, great New Orleans uh, eats, eats, and you can get beignets. You know, think about that. It's just unbelievable. It could, it could be fantastic. Uh, plus, yeah, and then as I said, Disney has already committed their most blasphemous ride retheming years ago when they replaced my beloved Maelstrom with those idiots from Frozen. Nothing could break my heart more than the retheming a classic Norwegian boat ride with those singing goons. Anyway, I actually can't believe I'm saying this because Splash Mountain is one of my absolute favorite rides, but I'm good with this change. There are no fewer than 39,638,452 POV Splash Mountain ride along videos on YouTube anyway. Bring on Tiana and the gang. Also, if you thought old white ladies were mad about syrup, you should see the comments on articles about this topic. Off-the-charts pearl clutching by people who seemingly spent the last 50 years doing nothing but pouring their favorite racist syrup on pancakes while simultaneously riding a long flume through a cartoon briar patch, and now their lives are ruined. I, ruined, I tell you. Oh, and if you think that's something, you should see. Uh, any of the racists who haven't spoken up about the syrup... And the Disney log flume ride—that's you know the real pressing issues of the day. The stuff that really gets, really gets the racist blood boiling. Uh, you know the ones who didn't speak up on the Confederate flag, which is a piece of shit flag. Uh, it's a flag of losers. It's a flag of failure. It's a flag of treason. On top of being like a very iconic racist symbol, please you know save it. That's all it is. That's all it means. You fucking lost that one. It's the flag of losers. <laughs> We don't need it. We don't need to see it. Your heritage. Go fuck yourself with your heritage. That's not part of your heritage. It's part of nothing. It's part of Loserville. Anyway, so if you, if you thought the racists were upset enough about the Confederate flag and the syrup and the rabbit log flume ride, there's also an, a thing that I'm quite fond of, which is replacing all the images of white Jesus. Because, yeah, white Jesus is bullshit. Whether you're into the, the, whole, the whole thing or not, uh, you know, whether whether the Jesus thing is for you or not, the white Jesus thing is, you know, it's a complete fucking, it, it's a completely farcical call. Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's bullshit. Uh, it's, uh, there's, there's no white Jesus. So I, I like the notion. I, I love these kids. They know I'm doing a podcast and they're right outside. Just listen to that. It's fun. All day, all fucking day. Hey guys, I'm on a meeting. Uh, keep it down. Got a mute. Hey guys, I just told you I'm on a meeting. Shut the fuck up. Now they're doing it again. All day. All day. Uh, anyways, uh, so yes, yeah, so there's this this thing of like, hey, we should take down all, all the statues depicting the, you know, the blonde haired, blue eyed, beard Jesus and, you know, put it up something that actually looks like what Jesus might have even remotely looked like, which is a Middle Eastern, uh, you know, Middle Eastern figure, uh, not a not a white guy from uh, from England. And so the so the racists who either kept quiet about all the other stuff or were were vocal in that. Now they're really flipping out like, oh, in the Bible, it says Jesus. He has no skin color. He's in Well, then great. If the Bible doesn't give a shit about Jesus' skin color, then, then you shouldn't either. So let's get all those garbage white Jesuses out of here. You're done, white Jesus. You've been canceled. <laughs> Cancel white Jesus. <laughs> you fucking racist, single-cell, 
low IQ fucking imbeciles, like literal imbeciles. I think was lower an IQ of like 40 to 60 is an imbecile. That's what we have. literal actual imbeciles. Which one's lower, imbecile or moron? Based on the old uh, based on the old metrics, but nevertheless, uh, you got imbeciles and morons flipping out because their beloved their beloved Western European Jesus. You're not going to take Mima, But Mima, the government's titties are going to take away white Jesus. Go fuck yourself, please. Uh, yeah, so that's, it's just hilarious. Nothing would, nothing would, uh, nothing would delight me more than to see, uh, you know, Jesus who looks like the actual Jesus, you know, somebody who would actually be from, uh, that time and that geographic region, as opposed to like you know, fucking Ken doll with a beard. Hey everybody, it's me, Jesus. <laughs> I'm blonde-haired, blue-eyed, six foot two, and I love to smile. I mean, nothing in all of Christianity and Christendom has ever lied to you before. Why would they lie to you about what I look like? This is clearly I was. I was born in the year zero, and uh, I'm a I'm blonde or perhaps dirty blonde. I talk like this, and I have a nice beard. I have impeccable teeth, and uh, and bright blue eyes. I look like I'm one of the Von Trapp family children, right out of the Sound of Music. That's me, good old, good old Swedish Jesus or Aust- Austrian? Is it Austria? Sound of Music, Sweden. Norway, Austria, Denmark, you name it, that's where your old pal Jesus is from. Western European Jesus. The authentic Western European Jesus. Uh, I just love it. I just love watching these knuckleheads Elmer Fudd themselves into a fucking frenzy over nonsense. Dude, my statues! (laughs) My racist things! No! This is what happens when you turn to the government's titties, Grandma. <laughs> People are so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, there's so many fucking useless, worthless humans out there. I won't say worthless. Yeah, yes, I will. They're, they're worthless. Well, why, why am I going to back backpedal on that? They're absolutely worthless. Uh, my statue. <laughs> Oh man, that's so good. Uh, you know, somebody had a great one about you know wearing the masks. It's like, hey, if you, uh, you know, one of the nice things about wearing masks is like people don't. You can go out in public in your hometown. A bunch of people, they they might not even recognize you because you got the mask on. Well, for me, I don't really know anybody here, anyways. I mean, I have friends. I have friends in Boston. I have friends in you know other areas like from work, and then a few friends. Mainly via, uh, you know, the, the kids' school. You know, their friend, the, the kids' friends and their parents, and we've become friends, of course, over the years. There's a handful of them, though. I can count on two hands that, that number. It's not a huge population. So chances are pretty good. Even after five years, uh, you know, in, in this area, I'm going to go to the store, and I'm not going to really see anybody that I know, which is fucking perfect. It's great. Uh, except when I go to Shaw's. I see Freddie, uh, finger, ba- <laughs> fist bump, 
Freddy finger bang is somebody totally different. That was a cousin-in-law's boyfriend I used to refer to. We would text. She would text me about her boyfriend problems, you know, 10 years ago. And I would I couldn't remember his name, and I didn't really care to know because I figured he wasn't going to be in the picture too long. So I would call him Freddy, Fist, uh, Freddy Finger Bang. And then uh, another boyfriend, uh, Petey Pocket Pool. So her two boyfriends in like 2010, 11, 12, whatever it was, it was either it was either Freddy Fingerbang or Petey Pocket Pool, and uh, she really appreciated it. But you know what? Where are either of those guys? They're gone. So I was right. Anyways, I don't know Freddy Fingerbang. I don't know Petey Pocket Pool, but I do know Freddy Fist Bump, and he works with Shaw's. And for like for like the first two and a half months of the of the thing, uh, you know, of the of the COVID uh, COVIDteen quarantine. Uh, we'd go over there to the to the Shaw's store, my 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 supermarket of choice, and uh, and I would see him, and he wouldn't recognize me, and I was like, oh, oh man, this is the great. I saw him like right at the beginning of right when stuff was just starting to lock down, and I might have mentioned this on a podcast, and he tried to fist bump me, and I'm like, uh, no, dude, not a fucking chance. And we did like an elbow. I think we did elbows or the feet. I think it was the elbows. And even that, after after I did that, I said, "What am I doing? I can't fucking elbow this guy. I don't, I'm never touching this dude again. No fist bumps. Sure as shit. No, I'm not. I'm not shaking any. If I can make it the rest of my life without shaking anyone's hand, that is that is a win. That is a success story, unlike any other. And that is that's my goal. And I hope it's yours too. So I hope that when I anybody. I'm listening. Who's listening to this? I, I'm friends with, or family, or anything that would normally shake hands. It ain't happening. I, you better be cool with that. If you're not cool with that, you're gonna have to learn to get cool with it because the handshake's done as far as old Johnny Boy is concerned. So, anyways, so so Freddie fist bump, who would sometimes shake my hand. That's never happening again. The fist bump's never happening again. That's me bumping, bumping knucks. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and that's it. And that's it. So I, so he didn't recognize me for, for quite some time. I would just walk right past him and he would look at me and be like, Hey, and I'd kind of nod just, you know, cause I figured he'd recognize me. Uh, uh-uh. no, because the mask, it covers up my, you know, my beard, the facial hair it covers, it covers everything. And, uh, you know, I've got the Mohawk thing for the last like three months. And so he just didn't recognize me. But then he started to recognize me. Finally, in the last couple of weeks, he's been recognizing me. And he's doing the same shit. And he's getting, like, super close. Like, I'm coming up the aisle, the one-way aisle. Which everybody's doing a really bang-up job of following that. It's fucking arrows. You look at the arrows. Is it pointing towards you or away from you? That's how you know where you go. In the aisle, you stupid idiot. Anyways, uh, it's old ladies, man. Old ladies. They're just the worst. They're probably probably going the, the wrong way down the one-way aisle to try and find the the last bottles of syrup before they're gone forever. <clears throat> anyway, so I, so 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 I'm coming up the aisle, and there there he is. There's Freddie Fistbump, and he goes you, and he's doing his. That's like the bit that he does whenever he sees me, and he just kind of stares at me, and he's and I'm like I, uh, and I just I don't really. I just kind of like, hey, what's up, man? I don't play along. I don't, uh, you know, I no-sell the whole thing. Because I'm just, you know, we're not doing that. I'm not playing the fucking fist bump game with you, Freddy. I'm sorry. Uh, Hey, hey, what's going on? And he's, like, blocking the aisle. And I'm like, what are you you doing? You got to get out of the way. I I got shit to do. I got fucking 
you know, I got syrup to buy. I don't know what I have to buy. It was something, which I think I did. You know, look, I'll be, I'm a hypocrite. I bought fucking Aunt Jemima because, you know, only two weeks ago, three weeks ago, because that's the syrup that we buy. If, I mean, the syrup that we buy is typically like just good old new, I mean, we live in New Hampshire. Of course, I'm, I'm going to buy the, you know, the, the good stuff, baby, you know, go to the local farm and get some of that. Ah, some of that sweet, sweet local New Hampshire, New England syrup. Oh my God, maple syrup. And, uh, but you know, the kids aren't always up for that. So we have a bottle of Aunt Jemima on reserve. And, uh, so yeah, you know, Hey, guilty as charged. I've been, I've been buying, (laughs) I've been buying, I'm not going to pretend like I don't buy Aunt Jemima syrup. Uh, but I'm not going to flip out that they're getting rid of her. Anyways, so uh, I don't know what aisle I was in. I don't know what I was buying. I could very well have been in the syrup aisle. So he's standing there, and he doesn't move, and he's like, he's like, you you cut your hair a different way. I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Why? And I'm like, I'm not here to explain why my hair, I'm like, why not? And he was like, okay, fair enough. And then the next time I saw him, it was in the corral, you know, right inside the door, the, the, the carriage corral. And he, like, he pushes a carriage toward me before I had the chance to, you know. Costco sprays and wipes down all the baskets. I love it. Uh, Shaw's doesn't. They have a they have wipes that you can grab and you can do it yourself. So friggin' Freddy Fist fuck pushes the cart towards me, and I hadn't grabbed a wipe yet. So I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, you know, he's like, he's like, you take this cart. I'm like, I don't want this cart, at least not until I've disinfected. So now he's just, now he sees me and he knows me and he's doing, uh, you know, he was standing outside uh, one of the times recently when I walked into Shaw's and he's standing there and he's like, you, and I'm like, hey, hey, and he's like, and then he's he's like, what's he's like, what's going on out there? And I'm like. Well, I don't know what are you talking about. There's tons of shit going on. What do you What do you want to talk about, Freddy? I got. Sh- I want to get the groceries and go home. I don't want to be here. What do you want? He's like, Ah, Texas. There's crazy, crazy stuff in Texas. And I'm like, What crazy? Yeah, crazy shit's happening everywhere. Freddy fist bump. What the fuck? And uh, and then I'm he's, I'm like, Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. It's crazy. I gotta go. I gotta go. What do you want me to say? It's crazy. You're right. You're right about everything, Freddy. You've always been right about everything. Freddy fist fuck, fucking fist bump, whatever the fuck your name is. You're right about everything. And then he's and I'm like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And he's like, yeah, crazy. And I'm like, yep. And then he goes, whoop. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go with these fucking ticks things that he does. And he's like, whoop. And I'm like, what? 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 Whoop. And I'm like, okay, it's great to talk to you, pal. Great to talk. Whoop. And I can just hear that, like, fading. Whoop. And he's still, like, I look back and he's staring at me. Whoop. <sighs> you motherfucker. I love the guy. I love the little guy. But Jesus Christ, I just can't. You know, if I could just bump into him, like, when I'm leaving. And he's, like, in the midst of helping a customer or something. So I could just, like, wave and be like, hey, dude. And he can, you know, hey, dude. And then that's it. Like, I don't know, that's great. That's a great conversation. That's a perfect, that's a perfect conversation, in fact. Hey, hey, see you later. Okay. What a great convo. Oh, my God, I love it. Ah. My throat is all this talking and not enough water. I didn't fill up my water before I, before I sat down to do this. I do want to, I want to finish up here. I'm, I'm just about done. 
And I do want to, the last thing I want to do, I want to read a, an email from just Nate. Nate Stengrevich's super fan, friend of the podcast, friend of me personally. Uh, he wrote this a couple days ago. To the email address, birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. That's birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, John, excellent work on season two, episode one, my friend. You are back and razor sharp. I love the social media owns, the sounding board, the riffing on the royalty-free music, and just the whole deal. I'm really glad you went there, in quotes, on this one. You said things that needed to be said in a hilarious fashion. Glad to have you back, buddy, Nate. And uh, that's awesome. That's a great, that's so nice. And I, I wrote back, I'll tell you, here's my response. I wrote back. This is the kind of service you get on the Birthday Boy podcast. I write you back directly. Nate, you made my day, buddy. I'm glad you liked the new episode. I was feeling a bit shaky afterwards. Wasn't too sure if I had anything good on my hands or not. So it means a lot to have you to have some positive feedback. And from a fellow a fellow Golden Pipe Society member on top of that. And that just Nate does indeed have those golden pipes. Uh, I'm glad I went there too. I think it was the only way for me to proceed with the podcast. I avoid most things in the outside world on the podcast, but had to at least address it in my own way. It's good to be back, man. Thanks so much for the email. Really appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, that was really nice. That was really nice of Nate to send that terrific email. Some nice, some nice feedback. I'm glad. Cause I really, yeah, I did last week's, I didn't even want to do last week. I was just, you know, still just wasn't feeling it, but it's time to get rolling on season two. So I did it and I think it sounded pretty good. I hope. Yeah. And it, and it was great to hear some feedback from Nate. Uh, I, I really appreciate that buddy. Super fan, Nate. With the feedback. I love it. Love the feedback. Birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, there was something else. Oh, yeah. So I, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sure. I wasn't totally feeling last week. I didn't know if it sounded good or not. I listened to a little bit of it. I guess it was okay. Uh, so hearing something like that, it, it makes me feel good. And I'm happy. And I hope you liked uh, the Cliff, Cliffy DDS, Dental Cliff, Cliffy Dentist. Cliffy Dentist is probably the right, you know, you got Cliffy Baseball, you got Cliffy Dentist. And uh, what a character, that Cliffy Dentist. And on that note, there's a new character coming up. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to be done. Uh, I got to get water. And then I'll be done. Stick around. Oh, there, there's that jazz music. Better get used to this. Jazz music to finish up the show. And then I'll sing, cause everybody likes my singing here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Oh yeah. Singing, talking, doing those things. Then we'll come back next week and do the things again. On the Birthday Boy Podcast, it's the podcast just for you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so fucking stupid. This is it. This is it. This is the end of the podcast. We've reached the end. I really want to try and keep these to an hour. I can't believe I went over an hour. I can believe that because I always go over an hour. <sighs> you know, I just, I just, I just, I start riffing, man. I just start riffing, and then there's no telling. 
I kept the topics to a minimum this week, and I just, you know, whatever. Just kept on, kept on going. But I've got, uh, you know, stick around. We're not quite, quite done. There's going to be a Cliffy call, a new Cliff character. Got some, you know, workshop and some new Cliff characters. Uh, hopefully, hopefully have some, uh, some new cover art for you to enjoy. So when you sign in, when you go to the Birthday Boy podcast Facebook page, or when you download on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google, on iHeart, on you know any of those Apple podcasts, any of those places where you can get podcasts, and you see the same picture that's been up there for a year, uh, that's going to change, and hopefully soon. That's that's in uh, that's a work in progress, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. I don't know. What else? What else do you want to know? That's it. That's all I have to say. So I'm going to sign off. That's the end. The end of the show. Cancel white Jesus and syrup too. <laughs> Boy, this this wankum. He's been on the news this whole time. He's He's got his forecast there. He looks like John Madden. You know, you got, got a cold front moving through, and, uh, you know, you got your turducken, and, uh, anyways, that's, I can't do John Madden. I wish I could. I wish I could. I'd talk to myself like John Madden all day long. All right, that's going to do it. I'm done. It's episode 53, season two, episode two, whatever you want to call it. Anyways, positivity is stupid. Kindness matters. And that's the end of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators. Pleasures. 
you know, because it's a, you know, it's a play on words because you could get your mouse repaired here. So you could, you can pleasure your mouse, so to speak, Cliff. Anyways, it's a bit of a problem because I've tried calling Uncle Cliffy Dentist and I can't reach him. His voicemail's full. I've tried calling the Mouth Pleasures office, but everybody's home, Cliff, due to the COVID-19. So anyways, Cliff, I'm hoping that maybe if you've talked to him, you could tell him that I need his customers, his patients, to stop calling mouse pleasures. They're looking for Cliff, Dr. Cliff Womack, DDS, of mouth pleasures, and they keep calling Cliffy Cheeseburgers, Cliffy Cheeseburgers Womack, of course, at... Mouse pleasures. So I need them to stop calling me because they're trying to call him. So Cliffy, if you talk to your uncle, Cliffy Dentist, please tell him that he needs to get his patients to call the right Cliff. They're calling the wrong Cliff. Anyways, Cliff, I'm good to go. It's almost dinner time, and I can just hear those delicious cheeseburgers calling my name, Cliff. Oh, I could just taste a juicy, delicious burger with lettuce and tomatoes oh, and pickles, Cliff, and I love all the ketchup and mayonnaise. I put all kinds of mayonnaise on my cheeseburgers, Cliff. Oh, uh, two patties, maybe three. Oh, my goodness, Cliff, I'm salivating. I hope I don't get the salivations on my phone, Cliff. It might uh, drip through the phone onto your phone. <laughs> That's my joke, Cliff. Of course, my saliva can go through the go through the 4G or even 5G airwaves, Cliff. At least not that I'm aware of, Cliffy. Uh, anyways, Cliff, it's Cliffy Cheeseburgers. Your Uncle Cliffy Cheeseburgers, Cliff. If you could give old cheeseburgers a call, I sure would appreciate that. And maybe if you could give your Uncle Cliffy Dentist a call and tell his patients uh, that they're calling mouse pleasures and they really should be calling... Mouth pleasures, Cliff. Okay, Cliffy. It's Uncle Cliffy Burgers, Uncle Cliffy Cheeseburgers. I'll talk to you next time, Cliffy. Good. Bye for now, Cliff. Jesus Christ, that fucking heavy breathing. I'm actually, I'm actually dizzy from doing that fucking cheeseburger, whatever the fuck his name is.